strong, empowered, authentic. What's up, Ginger Nation? This is Tosh. This is Darren, and you are listening to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. Welcome to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Darren Roach. And uh, today we're going to talk about me. We're going right. to talk about, yeah, why not? It's been it's been a while. And uh, I thought I would come on today. I know I talked to you about this over the weekend. But I thought I'd come on today and talk about sort of the rebrand that we did. And that's not yeah. about me. It's actually about the entire brand. Um, in fact, we've even changed our, our web address. I, I managed to score authenticginger.com. Uh, about two years ago, and I kept it going because the other version I had was authenticgingerclothing.com. So we're kind of moving away from, not moving away from the clothing because that's a part of it, but for for the title, we're just moving away from that as a, as a web address, make it a little bit easier for people to find us with authenticginger.com. So if you haven't gone and checked out the new site, um, please go and do that. Brand new logo, brand new site colors. Uh, oddly enough, we're, we went with uh, a green, <laughs> which... Very odd, yes. enough, yeah. yeah, very odd. Um, funny, we didn't have it in our last one. Um, anyway, um, you'll see that. You'll see some new colors. Um, but we all, what you're also going to see is the fact that uh, that we're really kind of putting our, our stamp on community. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. So so in our logo right now, um, and, and in fact, before we go into the, the community piece, I wanted to kind of give you a description of how mm-hmm. our designer, Brad Felt, um, Brad Felt is a, uh, is a designer from a company called Creative Juices um, out of Victoria, I think, or somewhere over there on the West Coast in BC. I, I just can't exactly remember. Sorry, Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, Brad was our designer, we, and we hired this team to help us with the website and with the logo design. And so we had a several logos that actually you've seen all of them, um, you know, in the in the early stages of, uh, of us kind of come out, coming up to the final logo that we decided to go with. And the logo on the website is the one we decided with. And it's kind of has, you know, as Brad explains, it kind of has a, a retro vibe to it. It's, it's synonymous with, with other similar venue sort of companies that are out there. So I wanted a logo that kind of fit within a range of other logos, really popular brands. Because sometimes when people look at the logo, they'll say, oh, I recognize that logo from somewhere. And and that's what I want. That's what I wanted to have is that logo that, will, that people are like, I've seen that somewhere. They kind of start to think about what that recognition is. So um, Brad did very well at that. Um, there's a script text that's kind of flowing like hair. So the authentic ginger piece is kind of, you know, was, was the, the vision behind that was, you know, flowing sort of hair. I know it doesn't kind of, it doesn't have it look like that, but, but it kind of actually is once, you know, as a designer, this is what you're seeing, right? I'm yep. not a designer, so I'm just reading going, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see it. I definitely see it. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and I see, I see it for sure. It's, it's, yeah. So it's there, and um, so so nonetheless, um, we we went with clothier plus community plus clothier plus community. So the idea behind the pluses is, is that it just keeps going around in circles. So our vision is to create an an atmosphere um, of community within authentic ginger, and people will say, well, what does community mean? Well, community means exactly what you and I are doing, Tosh. You know, that's mm-hmm. one piece of it. So we're, we're, um, we're talking to the world about the redhead culture. Uh, we're trying to build a community here within the podcast. We're trying to build community on the website by coming and checking us out and, and, and getting inspiration. Perhaps there's a 
a new blog site that's that's coming down the road. Um, and perhaps there's other things that are going to continue to create community with Authentic Ginger. But we had to have that logo um, to start. And uh, and so we're really happy with, with how it is. And you'll notice that there's not the clothing that you had or that I had on the website prior to this new rebrand. You'll notice that they're gone. There's no more of that clothing. That's so the, all those mm-hmm. designs have been, I say, shelved for now because we're not selling them anymore. We decided to go with all new designs, and it turned out that the designs that we're going with are all other designs that Brad designed for the actual logo of the company. I like it. I think it's a it's it's a classy look. It just seems to me like uh, this is a logo that's timeless. Hundred percent. And the other piece too that I wanted to bring to the table today was we've started a youth program. And again, this goes back to community. Now, this youth program it's it's started. It's not necessarily promoted yet, but what it is is we've decided that we needed something that we can give back. And one of the ways that we, Sheva and I both, my wife, are both interested in is making sure that kids have uh, kids have food uh, on their on their plates. Um, you know, for, for when they're in school. And, uh, one of the ways we thought we could, we could kind of give back to, uh, to the community, whether it's our community, whether it's a community in the rest of Canada or a community in the States or anywhere worldwide. Um, mm-hmm. we haven't really quite nailed down how that's going to work yet. But the idea that we're coming up with for our youth program is that for every youth, uh, shirt bought, um, we will take 50% of those profits and donate them to a school, uh, for the purpose of feeding kids. That, that are unfortunate enough sometimes have to come to school without food, um, you know, from, from, from home. And so we wanted to, to set this program up to give back and to, uh, and it, it was our way of saying, how do we get, how do we introduce ourselves to the school without kind of pinpointing, yeah. you know, four or five redheads in the entire school. And this was a way that we could incorporate everybody, not just, not just redheads. So it's, it's an inclusive project um for uh for the school programs for for lunch programs i'm not sure if i you know if you know but there are a lot of there's a lot of kids that just you know they they're just they just don't have lunches or they mm-hmm. don't have snacks or you know they they just can't afford the families can't afford to um you know to feed them so the schools uh gracious gracious i can't say the word the school comes together and and helps feed the kids so we're adding to that by uh by using this program as a way to uh to sort of create that culture and community that's incredible now how are you going to go about picking the schools do you know yet we haven't and what we're going to do to kind of sort of get down to that point is work with organizations that are already building uh programs within within schools so there's there's canadian organizations um you know locally here we have nourish your roots which is a program that works with it with um and um, is an umbrella i guess organization under you know a head organization that that covers all of canada into you know each province has or each community has their own kind of a an organization that is helping build the, these programs and, and put, you know, whether it's kitchens in schools or whether it's salad bars or whatever else. So we're, we're going to team up with those organizations and find out, you know, I don't think there's going to be any criteria as to does this school need it more because every school needs it. Uh, whether it, it, I think it just becomes a matter of let's find out all the schools that are involved in these programs and let's just pick one. And we'll do the same for the U.S. as well. You know, in the U.S., uh, you know, one of our shirts, if, if, if someone buys, uh, is going to buy into this program a, a kid's shirt, we can feed three kids with, with mm-hmm. those donations. So 
it, it's just going to be more of a selection process on how we do it. It's not going to be anything more than a random, likely a random, a random draw, to be honest with you. Kids need to be fed. It has to happen. So I think that that's such a great cause. It's a brilliant move. Yeah, thank you very much. We're 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 excited about it. We're excited to to launch it officially. Um, I don't have a date yet, so you'll have to stay tuned for the date. But uh, but yeah, that's so so this is you know and and the website too. So the the overall website has changed and uh, and everything about the brand is is kind of really focusing in on community. So we're really excited about that. I, I won't spend more time on it, um, just because I you know I just wanted to come on to talk about that. Uh, but I also want to talk about since we are a redhead show, there are a couple <laughs> of things that I and we haven't done this for a while, Tosh. I mean, it's been it's been a little bit since we've had uh, it's been a minute since we've had one of these conversations around some redhead not news but redhead information. You know, oh, yeah? I guess I guess it is news. Yeah, I guess we can call it news. So I was poking around the internet over the weekend and mm-hmm. I came across this. Uh, I, I don't know what it was a U.S. Cheese Championship. You know, cheese like cheese. Okay. Right? Cool. Perfect. You love cheese, right? Uh, I am. I am a cheese eater. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you? Are you a like? Can you live without cheese? Yes. You could live without cheese. I could live without cheese. It okay. would. It, it would be hard, but um, okay. <laughs> but I I could do it. I uh, dietary reasons. I can't eat all, an awful oh. lot of cheese. It hurts me. It hurts yeah. me. That's but, not good. Yeah, we yeah. can't have that. <laughs> but I do. I do miss it a right. lot. Yes, yeah. <laughs> don't go into a small room with Tosh when she's had cheese. Probably not a good idea. Nobody's coming out alive. Nobody's coming alive. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So uh, is your favorite, would you say your favorite is Gouda? That's my new favorite right now, Gouda cheese. Gouda is good cheese, but no, yeah. I think Brie. I think I'd go Brie. Oh, I love okay. Brie. Yeah. Okay, there you go. All right. Yeah. Well, funny enough, the, the U.S. champion of, uh, of cheese uh, was an aged Gouda. Uh, the Gouda was named Europa. From Arethusa Farm, Dairy, and, and and Bantam, Connecticut. I don't really care about that. What <laughs> I care about, what I care about, is one of the runner-ups. So one of the runner-ups was called. Uh, let's see. The the cheese was called a natural rinded cheddar. The cheese name was called Lucky Linda cloth bound cheddar. Okay, so class eight was a natural rinded cheddar. So that's, that's what the, that's what the focus was on. And this company, their cheese name was Lucky Linda cloth, cloth bound cheddar, I guess is how you say it. The baker, check this out, was redhead creamery out of oh. Bruton, Minnesota. You know, there's been, there's been, there's several companies out there that put redhead in their name and has nothing to do with redheads whatsoever. I.e., you know, uh, what's that fishing place, you know, uh, Bass Pro Shops. Well, I mean, yeah, they're talking about a duck who has red hair. So they have redhead clothing. There's, and there's a few, there's a bunch of others that, that have redhead in their name, but they absolutely mean nothing about redheads. This company, go to their website, check them out. They're called Redhead Creamery. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the lady who owns this shop, um, she's young. Um, so I think she's like a young entrepreneur. Um, and I hope I have that right because, you know, hopefully I can get her on the show here. Curly red hair. It's brilliant. Just it absolutely bright, brilliant yeah. move. It's it's bright and you know she's 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 full of energy. She has this farm that caught my attention to the point where I want to have her on the show. So if anyone's listening knows anybody at the Redhead Creamery in Minnesota, because we do have some some friends in Minnesota, yeah, um, that would be really good to know. And uh, if not, I'm going to work work my magic to see if I can get her on the show here. Maybe she can send us some cheese before she comes on the show, so we can kind of have like a cheese taste test uh, online, first time podcast, right? Let's do that. You know, that's kind of thing I'm I'm thinking about right now. So, 
here's another thing too, Tosh. I was uh, last week. I I made a very quick post about an article that I read on National Geographic uh, from the UK. Um, redheads aren't going extinct now. Yay. We I know it's not something we've we've had this debacle, um, and it's not really a debacle, but we've had people come on and say they're not going extinct, or they are. I mean, they being human redheads us. <laughs> I mean, call you us or you yeah. know yeah so 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 people and people come to me out on a regular basis and say oh you know redheads gonna die soon and i had this really one time. one yeah. one character who i had a conversation with who, who thinks that redheads are really going to be going extinct real soon not a chance now no this 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 person this person i'm gonna I, i'm gonna have to say her name correctly katarina zarina lichen Walter. She's a postdoctoral fellow at the Institute of Behavioral Genetics at the University of Colorado in Boulder. That's a big title to say, man. That I couldn't even say title. that. I yeah. I'm not going to try it any, one more time. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> so, so Katerina, she's not a redhead. Uh, I found that out. I'm, I'm looking to get her contact information, which I do have now, because I like to have her on the show to to uh, to talk to us about her findings. And What's so interesting about this topic, and it, it's always interesting, is the fact that, you know, there's so many people out there in the world that think, you know, because there's only 2% of the redhead population is the world, um, that eventually we're going to have to die off. Well, it's, it's not the case. And, and one, of the, um, one of the cases I wanted to read, um, MC1R, which is the recessive gene, is king mm-hmm. when it comes to red headedness redheadness or, or redheads um zarina lichen walter says uh it has a tremendous amount of say in whether we'll have dark pigmentation or light pigmentation so more than four-fifths of redheads carry mc1r whereas the remaining reds are caused by other genes now i i really i really want people to go read this and, and i really want them to go read this because this article and it's very scientific so it reads scientific you know but it does come from 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 national geographic so so it's credible it's totally credible if we can get her on the show i think it'd be a really good base for you to understand what she sees and what she's researched over the years like here's another one you know the mc1r it's a trait this is another quote from the article it's a trait that dates to prehistory so analysis of 50,000 year old dna now this is the first time i've heard this 50,000 year old dna revealed that some Neanderthals were pale-complected redheads. So I think we kind of knew that, but I, I, the 50,000-year-old DNA, I mean, that's, that's pretty insane. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, famous 3,800-year-old 3, Bronze Age mummy known as the Beauty of Lulan uh, was unearthed from a desert uh, cemetery in northern, northwestern China with intact sepia hair or colored hair. So... There's China back in the mix again. So we, you know, I think one of our first few episodes, we talked about red hair and where it comes from. And, you know, I still think, and, I'm, and to this day, I'm going to stake my stake in the ground and say it, it started in China. It started somewhere in Asia. Um, and we're starting to see some, 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 I guess, we're starting to see the, the unearthing of, of where redheads come from. So the point of this whole conversation of, of this article Read the article. It tells you that redheads are not going to disappear because if you were, to, if they were to disappear, everyone who has the gene has to die and no more babies can be born. Right. The reason why the word got out that redheads were going extinct was for financial gain. So there were, there were people, you have to read the article. I, I can't quote it exactly, but there are, mm-hmm. there were, there were people out there in the world 
who were claiming that redheads were going extinct because they were getting paid to, to, to produce these stories. Um, and just, it was false. There was, there was no, there was no pretense. Yeah. There was people making money off of, uh, off of redheads going extinct as the, uh, as the headline. So again, it's in this article. You have to have a read. It's, I don't, it's what, really like, what's the game? Well, I mean, that? let's write an article that says redheads are going extinct and here's why. And how many people would, how many people in the world, it's really interesting to, you know, like who, who would care enough about the redhead culture? Not a redhead to say that redheads are going extinct. Yeah, that's so weird. People they're probably weird. just trying to off us because they're jealous of us. Don't be that's jealous. That's probably exactly what it is. Yeah. Don't be jealous. I actually had a really cool experience this past weekend. We hosted a basketball tournament for my oldest daughters. So U eleven basketball. So these girls are all, you know, nine and ten years old. And I was working the popcorn machine. And these two young gals came out from the other team and while I was bagging their popcorn. The one girl said to me, you know, every time I see you, because we play them often, every time I see you, I just want to tell you that I love your hair. And <laughs> I was like, wow, that is like, first of all, really? Kids don't talk like that. That's <laughs> no. so, like, that's really cool. But the little girl she was with is also a redhead. And she has, it's, I've never seen this color red before. It's, really? And she has like, like, she doesn't have ginger skin. She and her sister and her brother, they all have the same color red. Yep. And, but they're, they're not quite tanned, but they're not, they're not pale either. And anyway, I said to her, I said, I love having red hair. And I looked at the other girl and I said, and do you? And she goes, she goes, I love my hair so much. And I was like, you don't, little kids don't say they love having red hair. You don't love it till you're an adult. Right. And she's like, That's I hilarious. love being a redhead. And I was like, you're yeah. having a conversation with kids with 10 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They might even be nine. I don't know. But I was like, and, and you be, you just turned into a 10 year old in that minute. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Me too. Like, this is awesome. Cause there's no way at 10 years old with anybody complimenting this red hair. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, that's right. So it was, it was pretty cool. And it was a, it was a nice moment as a redhead to see another redhead say she loved being a redhead at that age. It's that's yeah. awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. Just yeah, goes I to think... show you where we're at these days over here in exactly. anyway, in, in North, North America. So yeah, things are, things are changing. Uh, thank you to everyone who's uh, who's supporting us at Authentic Ginger. Thank you everyone who's listening to our show. Um, you know we're 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 banking up some guests here for you guys too. So so keep an eye on what's happening and what's coming, and uh, we're kind of excited for the future here. So uh, Tosh, you're part of that. So I, I appreciate that all 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 more than you know. And uh, yeah, this has been fun. I, I'm glad that we had a chance to get uh, back to just you and I for the first time in a long time. Yeah, uh, it's probably been more than a month. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'll talk about that. Okay. We'll yeah. see you guys next time on the show, whenever we can get our act together and get another one out for you. <laughs> Take care. Have a good day, everybody. You've been listening to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. Become a part of the Ginger Nation by liking, subscribing, following, and leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.